Hey everybody, welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. I'm John Martin. And I'm Dean Reverman. Dean, uh, services. What do you think of when I say the word services? Services. I don't know, right? We all consume services of some sort. Are we talking like massages and stuff like that? No, or we're you're not. Talking, oh, we're not? That's a whole different that's thing. That's not what we're talking about no, today? That's, oh, right. that's our podcast after dark room. <laughs> We're Sorry. talking about reseller services. <laughs> we so, are. Yes, sir. Services are really important. Well, and we're talking about the fact that I don't think enough of our reseller partners really take advantage of, of services that could be offered out there. Yep. And the better part is it doesn't have to be services that you offer. It can be services that you get from someone else. Yep. Someone like, oh, I don't know, Blue Star. <laughs> this, this company who's, you know, hosting yeah. and doing this podcast. Look, we don't spend a lot of time on this show talking about ourselves. Right. But we are kind of going to do that a little bit today. It's going to be a conversation about how services are important to your, you know, business, how it can be a part of your portfolio mm -hmm. and a part of what makes you stand out, that value add that we're always mm -hmm. looking for. Mm -hmm. But we're also going to tell you how Blue Star fits into that equation and can be your services partner. Yep. We have Alex Bowles here with us today to yep. talk a little bit about this, Blue Star's own Alex Bowles. And we're going to dive a little bit further into this particular topic. We're going to talk about, again, how that services can expand your portfolio, what kind of services we're talking about. We'll tell you what, what Blue Star has to offer, everything from configuration to warranty repairs. We got it. You know, we got just, it. We, we got it. We can help. We you got out. good stuff. And we'll even maybe give you a few use cases and examples. Absolutely. Without giving any names away, maybe some interesting stuff that we've actually done out there that we could potentially do for you and yep. your customers. Yep. All that plus our usual value to the VAR and what's tech connecting with us. It's time to plug in and get connected. Welcome to the Tech Connect Podcast. It's time to get connected. So, as I mentioned, we have we have a guest in studio. We got today. somebody here. Uh, I, I mean, we had Cordy here, I guess, yeah, a few weeks back. Know, but, but you know, you know, he's been about the only in-house guest we've had in forever. But <laughs> it's kind of cool. It's different. It's nice, yeah. nice to have it. So, welcome, Alex. We nice appreciate to be here. here Thanks. Today. Thanks for having me. You are the services program manager here at Blue Star. Yes. So, tell the folks uh, maybe a little bit about your role, how you got here, you know, your your path through Blue Star sure. and through this industry. Sure. So I started with Blue Star in 2005, um, picking and packing orders out in the warehouse. Yep. And over the years, took on more and more responsibility, uh, helped with our Oracle launches and customizing some of our shipping software, um, just making improvements. Mm -hmm. And then took a couple year break, came back in 2016 um, into this, this role, this service program manager role that, um, you know, Rob sort of created you know there was there was a need from various customers uh, looking for a little more I guess focus support structure mm -hmm. behind the services that we were offering and someone for documentation side and things like that so um, what I really do is support our sales team work hand in hand with the operations team our marketing team our purchasing team or everybody to every team basically uh, as well as outside third-party Installation partners, uh, service providers, things like that. So, um, sort of navigate the whole process from beginning or a concept to once we're walking off site and looking at the pretty pictures. Yeah. Well, I like also the idea that you just mentioned that fact of walking off site at the end. 
because I think a lot of people hear about services and they mm-hmm. think, oh, this is just some stuff that you're going to help us out with maybe before you ship something to us or, mm-hmm. or, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, you know, the, I think the, the best part of a service package is one where you feel like, hey, I'm supported all the way through this process, mm-hmm. not just before I get the product and you walk away and say, okay, we're done. Good luck, guys. Enjoy this, what you got here. But that you know we're we're trying to we try to be there for you all the way through the process. Yeah. Um, well, let's, sorry. Let's get this elephant out of the room real quick because I know Alex, you come across this, and it's awesome to have you here, by the way. And for folks that are you know on the other side listening and watching here, what what I love about Alex is that he, as he said, he came up through the ranks. He understands what our customers are doing. Uh, he won't toot his own horn, but he understands it very very well. What our resellers are going through on a day to day basis and can make those connections. But um, a lot of times people will come to you, right, Alex, and say, well, why would I use Blue Star Services? That's what I do. You guys are competing with me. And that's not at all what this is about. Blue Star Services are there for our resellers to help augment what they can do. In the in gap. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That's what we're talking about. I just wanted to level set yeah. on that. That's it's a good not point. Like we're not competing with our resellers. We are doing everything in our power to help amplify them, make them, you know, just help them along the way. I guess that would be the easiest yeah. word. We're not going to sit here on our podcast and tell everybody, hey, we're, we're looking to take some business away from <laughs> no, you. Sorry. You not, not at all. <laughs> not and at all. That was some of the early feedback um, right. when when we were trying to get everything, I guess, stood up. And mm-hmm. we, were, we were crawling, yep. walking, whatever, right. at that stage. And um, once I got that message across that, you know, we're not here to take this from you. We're, we are going to partner with you yep. to help you you know, close either a larger opportunity or maybe it's somewhere you've got a multi-site opportunity and mm-hmm. your team is tied up somewhere and you need somebody else to help with the others. Um, you know, we, we've assisted some of our larger ISVs with mm-hmm. um, stadium installs mm-hmm. where they have a staff that does the installation, but their timeline is mm-hmm. going to require me more resources. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've been able to assist and partner up with some of our, you know, field installation teams, um, bring them in and get done a few days early. So, yeah. yeah. And what I like about what you just said there is it, it's the gamut. I think that we have services that can help the small to medium-sized reseller all the way up to the big guys. I mean, of course, everyone touts the big projects, and we'll get into some sure. of those a little bit here without naming names uh, on this podcast. But but even because I came from the reseller world, and I totally remember, you know, Blue Star Services back then and more in its infancy, but I, I saw the value. And we were in digital signage, and that was it was when it was still very young and stuff like that. But understanding that I could have partnered with Blue Star uh, to help with installations. Because, you know, we were winning deals. Even though we were here in Cincinnati, we were winning deals down in Florida. Well, mm-hmm. heck, I don't have anybody down in Florida that can do my installation. That's right. the kind of stuff that, that Blue Star Services really can do. Yep. Uh, doesn't matter your size of the reseller. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're helping... We're working on projects where it's one one panel. You one, know, yep, there you a go. Forty nine inch panel in a doctor's office, or yeah, you know, right. a cafeteria or something like that. Yeah, all the time. Well, all and that brings up a very good point too, because we had you on one of our Tech Connect webinars last week, which was all about Blue Star's value ads in general, beyond just you know services. But we pointed out that you and everybody else who was on that panel has a hard time saying no. Mm-hmm. We're not the types, you know, it's, it's just not in the Blue Star DNA to say, nope, sorry, we can't help you out with that. If you have a question, if you ask us something, you tell us this is what we need to get done, we're going to say yes. And the other part of that, I think that conversation that came up too is this idea that, look, no VAR is an island by themselves. It's okay right. to ask for help, and, and we, are, we want to help you. I think I even said it on that webinar, like, your success is our success. Yes, absolutely. So if, if you've got a project that you're working on and 
to make that project happen, you require something that maybe just isn't in your wheelhouse or isn't something that you are comfortable with or, to your point, you just don't have the time and bandwidth for. Maybe you're working on the biggest project in your company's history right now and these couple other little things pop up that you want to give that kind of attention to you normally would, but Mm -hmm. you just don't have the volume right now. Hey, that's where mm-hmm. we can step in. Absolutely, so. yeah. That's a, that's a great great example of you know the uh, I guess the advantage of, of reaching out to us if mm-hmm. if you're trying to sell or close an opportunity that's not, maybe not your strong suit. Um, we're working with everybody, you right. know, and all different verticals and whatnot. And we're to a point now that we haven't done everything under the sun, but but we're getting a whole lot more projects under our belt and know the right questions to ask before we go to site before mm-hmm. you know look at the solution the digital signage solution you know are there extra pieces that you could cut out by you know using a different monitor or system mm-hmm. on chip or something like that what does the installation environment look at just asking certain questions that are going to save a lot of time and money down the road uh frustration and everything else you know the customer is going to have a much better experience with uh you know a, a few bullet points that i could send somebody an email you know hey yeah, let's let's yep. figure it out and yep. yeah. get these answers, and we'll go from there. So. Definitely. Well, you know, before we got, get into some of the specific services that we offer up, I, I kind of wanted to talk about the, the value piece of this for our VAR listeners of, you know, what it means to incorporate services into your, your day-to-day business. So, you know, I, I thought about how this can expand your portfolio and, and make you a better a better VAR, have better offerings for your customers by being able to say, hey, we've got these services that we can provide for you. Oh, and we've got a great partner in Blue Star that will help us out too. So, you know, we had our episode, uh, it's been maybe about a month or so back about recurring revenue. Mm-hmm. And one of the fundamental bases of recurring revenue is this idea of having a core competency mm-hmm. and knowing what that is, knowing mm-hmm. and recognizing like, look, this is who we are. This is what we're good at. This is what will always be our foundation and base. Mm-hmm. We will never move away from this. We will we will make sure this is who we are and then build up from there on top of that. Maybe it was the sustainable growth episode. Yep. I don't remember which one. Yep. Yep. So in my mind... Again, this idea of being flexible with services and having service partners means that you can you can k- keep that time free for those core competencies. So if you know this is what we're great at, we are amazing. Maybe your maybe your thing is installation. We are amazing at installations. We will we we are the ones that you can call and go to, and we'll get everything set up and running for you, and have an amazing you know amazing rollout that that part of it. But maybe you're not as good at the you know, installing OSs or, you know, getting all the staging and yeah, getting all of that together. We can certainly assist with that, you know, pre-shipment. Yeah. So whether it's in the field or before it leaves our facility, uh, we can, we can help on both fronts. Right. So again, you can stick to your core competency, but then rely on someone like us to help you fill in those gaps, as we mentioned earlier, uh, leaving it to the experts, you know, that's, that's a big one. Understanding like, Hey, there are some things that you simply don't have to be the expert in, right. and it's okay if you're not, and it's okay to say you're not, or, mm-hmm. or hey, maybe you don't even tell your customer that you're not the expert. Mm-hmm. You just know, hey, I've got Blue Star over here mm-hmm. who are the experts in this, and when my customer says I want X, Y, Z, I know I can do X and Y really well. I'll have Blue Star do Z, and I'll just present it as a you know as a front that I hey we took care of all this for you. Hey, we're humble folks. We don't demand a lot of you know the uh, the attention and you know the. <laughs> With the credit for everything, we're not going to go and say, "Hey, we did that." We it was us, Blue Star. <laughs> we will no. work in the background because <laughs> your customer doesn't know who the heck we are. They don't right? care, you know. So uh, we, we will, we'll take care of that in the background for you. And then in my mind, also, again, this is just one more selling tool in the arsenal of of a value added reseller. Mm-hmm. You know, all this stuff we always talk about, all these value adds. This is just one more you can add to your back pocket to be able to go to a customer and say, "Hey." 
by the way, here's one extra thing we can do. Uh, we're going to take care of staging for you. We are going to do a site survey for you. We've mm -hmm. got some. We've got some friends who will come out and manage the installation for you. Hey, we'll take care of some some repairs for you on the back end. Just one more piece of the selling tool, uh, the selling you know playbook that you can bring out to a customer and uh, to convince them like you want to sign on with me and take this job with me or give me this business because we're going to take care of everything for you from start to finish. Holy moly. Right? Can I unpack some of the stuff <laughs> that you just it. went over? Because you just did a ton there, my friend. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to rewind the tape a little bit on, okay. your, on your core services because we have chatted about that. And, right. and absolutely, most companies come up with, you know, they're sitting down there, they have their annual meeting. What are we going to do next year? Got to protect the core, right? Right. But we want to start dipping our toe wherever. Maybe it's in networking. You know, they understand we've got resellers out there. They're all dealing with edge devices and maybe they They've got some customers that are coming to them and saying, hey, you know, do you do anything on the networking front? And maybe they're a little bit shy about that. But look, one smart strategy to deploy when you're thinking about growing your business is to leverage service partners. The best way to do that, if you want to start getting into some game, go to third party entities and start dipping your toe, you know, start getting involved in it, leverage their skill sets. Our Blue Star Services team can help you. I'll give you a use case. Again, let's say you wanted to get into networking, but you don't know a lot about it. We've got partners that can do site surveys, that can do some of that initial legwork, right, to map out a place. Uh, let's say you've got an opportunity at a, at a whatever, a healthcare facility, or a, you name the use case but you just don't have the staff that does site surveys for networking uh, normally. We can help them out there. Absolutely. Uh, so you can start leveraging and, and maybe, you know, after you leverage us a couple times and you get some under your belt and you understand the business a little bit better and you feel like bringing that in as a part of your core competency, that is a smart business strategy for yep. trying to grow yourself uh, in, in that. We get into managed services, stuff like that. So, I love your second bullet there. Leave it to the experts, you know, because you're not. If you're thinking about getting out of your core, you're not an expert in whatever a a avenue it is. Leverage the heck out of them, right? So, Alex, do you have some, I don't know, what are your thoughts here about people using your services to help grow their business, you, you know, or getting into areas that maybe they don't normally get into? Absolutely. Like you, like you mentioned earlier about using their expertise or leave it to the experts. That's, right. That's a great idea. You know, mm -hmm. we can go out, do a site survey and uncover a whole lot of <laughs> what could be painful issues, you know, when we're going on site uh, or whatnot. But, um, yeah, I think that's definitely an advantage of using the team um, to uncover that, bring items to, to the forefront, you know, or just call out some things that they see while they're on site, you know, whether it's placement or running cable or, you know, what if they need fiber and you never run fiber or something, you know, they, the, the team that we, we work with, they, they can, and they are doing that every day. Sometimes there's just parts of jobs that you don't want to do. I've had that conversation yep. with, with some customers or partners as well. They're like, yeah, they, we need to pull a ton of cable and I just, mm -hmm. I don't want to use my resources on that right now mm -hmm. i'd much rather you know partner with somebody have have the cable pulled and ready to go everything's terminated all they got to do is go in and install the aps or whatever so we're happy to help there too i mean our techs are ready to go to work mm -hmm. they want to go to work whether you want to do that portion of it or not mm -hmm. you know we can we can certainly assist there so yeah. you don't want to have to turn down a job no. for that reason either to say like no. well man that's something we don't really good at we don't like to do it we don't really know anybody that does it and sorry we can't help you out with this i mean no one ever wants to do that which and let's be honest 
most salespeople are never going to do, to do that. They are they are going to say, mm-hmm. "Yeah, we'll we'll take care of that for you." And then in, in the back of their mind, going, "I don't know how the hell we're going to do this." <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and and eventually either they just figure it out and maybe they get somebody that's not quite an expert or they end up letting it go and actually can't you know deliver and then potentially lose a sale, potentially lose right. a customer, you yeah. know, like again, don't leave that up to chance. No. Let's focus in on a couple areas here. So we got, you know, you got pre-sales stuff, you got during the sale stuff and then post-sale. But on the pre-sale side, I love where you were going, Alex, in the sense that uh, look, not so subliminal message here is that service providers who know what they're doing can actually help you reseller get into an area because they can help think through all those landmines, all those pitfalls that are out there. They've been, we, we, we work with partners. Alex's team knows what is going on in our ecosystem. We, you know, we know point of sale, we know digital signage, we know transportation logistics. We've been in all these projects, so we can bring a certain amount of, um, experience, you know, to the table about, Hey, if you're thinking about doing this, you got to think about doing that. So you're getting a really knowledgeable, experienced service provider to the table. That's not going to, it's going to make you look better, period. You know, if you, if you are thinking about growing your business into a certain area and you leverage service providers like that, who know what they're doing and have that experience, man, more efficient is, is the, is the phrase mm-hmm. that you used. Amen. They'll be much more efficient at it. Yeah, you know, getting it done. I agree. Yeah. Well, then let's let's get into some of Blue Star's offerings here, and kind of you know, in particular, some of the things that that you and your team do on a regular basis, uh, and maybe some things you don't get to do on a regular basis. But we want to make sure we get the word out because more people actually are asking about these. Uh, and first, I want to start with you know, I think we're most proud of anything of our custom config department, um, you know, which has a variety of. Uh, tools at their disposal, a variety of kind of things that you can do, but maybe give us kind of a, give us a rundown of maybe what the day-to-day operations and custom config look like and, and, and what you're typically being asked to do. Sure. So some of it's as simple as putting a custom part number on the box. Uh, one, another, you know, great example that I think everybody should do when they buy a printer is have a label to call XYZ <laughs> to reorder supplies. I, I love that I think one. You're really yep. missing out yes. if, if you're not doing that on every single printer that you're shipping out the door. Yep. Um, you're you missing know. out on high margin. Yeah. It's that recurring, recurring revenue. Damn, there's it's that it. recurring revenue yeah, again. It's recurring revenue. Yeah. For sure. Um, scanner configurations, uh, you know, whether it's just programming it, the barcode scanner, so it's ready to go out of the mm-hmm. box. We can do a lot of kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always the most intricate or technical. Um, services that we do, but it makes the experience when, when it's delivered to the customer so much better, you know, because they know it's not just thrown in a box. It's, you know, specifically placed in there together. We can do some pre-assembly, um, you know, well, put in quick start guides, things like that. Keep going down that path because in our world, our society today, everybody's – if you talked about subscription services at home – 10 years ago. I don't think that has the same meaning as it does today, yeah. right? People think it's a I magazine mean, or something. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Not like Dollar Shave Club right, or right. I'm getting this. And so packaging and, and the way and the kidding of the solution, if you are delivering your solution, if you're a reseller that's delivering a solution to an end user, you probably are getting a little bit more sensitive as to what the kidding and what the packaging looks like, right? Mm-hmm. And so we can help out with those types of things. Absolutely. Yeah. Those are some of the most fun projects that we take right. on. You know, especially if it's a solution where we've got a partner that they're just starting out. Mm-hmm. They have no idea what, what they really want it to look mm-hmm. like, but we've got enough examples that I can show and give you some ideas. 
we can tweak them and customize every single one of them. You mm -hmm. know, it could it could be a plain box, you know, craft box or fully printed, laser printed with your logo and all kinds of neat sayings or, you know, verbiage wherever you want, um, as well as custom in inserts. So uh, the, the possibilities are endless. Mm -hmm. They're fun to work on. They're, they're a lot of work, mm -hmm. um, but the end result is great. Yeah. So if you yeah. want that retail feel, mm -hmm. if that's what your solution is going into, mm -hmm. um, we can certainly assist with that. Yeah. If you're shipping to stadiums, you don't want that retail feel. We can still logo, put a logo on a box, so everybody knows that's your palette. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not going to get mixed in with the food or the whatever, whatever else is going, else is going yeah. in. You will be able to identify your stuff quickly, um, and depending on how much development we put into it, it could drastically reduce the install um, time that it takes because we might have everything configured, assembled, and ready to go. You pull it out of the box, set it on the counter, plug it in, plug in your network cable, and you're off. You're, you're up and running. I love that so, example. I mean, so who here in that, that particular use case, not using any names, but I mean, n here you have the reseller and or software provider that, that really basically comes to Blue Star and says, hey, here's the solution, right? Uh, how can you help us? Well, we helped them in a lot of different ways. We help make right. their kitting much more efficient. So instead of... In the, in the case of a point-of-sale system that may have had six boxes shipping there, one for the receipt printer, one for the cash drawer, one to blah, 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 all the components, instead of all that arriving, oh, and by the way, the pallet for the receipt printer might be on the other side of the stadium, kitting all that together, right. putting it together so that when it does arrive and the technicians get there, they're much more efficient in the field. Where you, that's where you don't want to be burning a lot of dollars is is technicians running around trying to find their product or something like that, right? So it just right. it makes the whole process it helps that much more efficient. Out of out of the box failures as yep. well because yep. we've already touched everything, we've right. done the assembly, we plugged it in, fire, you know, fire, fired it up. We know that it works. Yep. So your DOAs are are much less mitigated. You know? yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, Unless it, it's run over by a forklift. Or well, something. yeah. <laughs> Something you can do about that. Oh, yeah. that that's not really on us, though. You know? about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we're the ones that ran over it. So, yeah. but in which case, we probably fixed it. Yeah. Uh, but you know, it reminds me of this idea that like you don't know sometimes who the person is that is going to be unboxing it and using it because, especially, I think in maybe not in a, like a giant arena size project, but in maybe a little bit of a smaller project. Let's say a regional a regional network of stores or something mm -hmm. that is rolling out a new POS or, you know, some, some new backend inventory system or something. And maybe they, you know, you've had some corporate people, corporate IT who, you know, did the deal with you, spent all this time with you and worked out all the details of what they wanted. And then, you know, had this discussion about let's getting it all packaged up and we're going to ship it out directly to all the individual stores and we want them to be able to pop it open, unbox it, sit it on the counter and start working. Well, mm. that person who is probably potentially getting that, whether it's a store manager, a worker, they probably don't have their own IT person necessarily mm -hmm. doing that. Mm -hmm. That person expects to be able to just literally pop it out of a box, plug it in and to your point, just start working. Mm -hmm. Hook up a mm -hmm. couple cables and be ready to go. Mm -hmm. And if that's not the experience and it's something they have to go through all these hoops just to get started, it's interrupting business for the day in some way. You got to take a register down or something, you know, mm -hmm. to, to, mm -hmm. to do this. That is a terrible experience for that person, that, that worker, and then also for their customers as well. And I think that's a, a, a great point here where what we're trying to do and help you accomplish gets over that hurdle and realize that like, yes, that we can set it up so that literally the person that is getting this and popping out of the box, even if they've had nothing to do with this project whatsoever, we're going to make it as simple as possible for them to get ready to go. And what it really reminds me of is 
in the world of tech these days in general, it's all about for us as consumers, that experience. Apple's really good at this, you know, has been good at this for oh, a yeah, while. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But you see every tech company doing this now. I can yeah. buy just some simple piece of tech off the off of Amazon, yeah. and it comes to me in one of those cool boxes. Yeah, an Apple box. Yeah, it's like, that, like you flip clearly it Clearly they thought about right. it, right? There's like two slips of paper in there, and it's carefully packaged. <laughs> you pull a tab here, and this thing pops out, and this stuff's underneath. Yeah. I, which I love that. That's just, mm-hmm. it's a fun, cool feel. But it also, the whole point of it is the idea of simplicity and saying, hey, you can pull this and use this right out of the box. Mm-hmm. You don't have a complicated 30-page instruction manual to dig through. We're just going to give you a couple simple little things you need to do to get started. And again, that is an experience that resonates at any level. Yep. It doesn't have to be just for consumers. It can also be in a business too. Mm-hmm. Your employees will appreciate that. Your IT will appreciate that. Everyone who works for you will appreciate that. And again, it's just the kind of service that we want to try to offer there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anything I'm missing on the config side that you guys do before we got uh, the there, There's so much more. So much more. <laughs> so uh, Yes, there is. There's anything you don't can, do. Yeah, that's pretty much the yeah, that, question. Yeah. That, that's absolutely a fair point. Um, there's not too much that we're not able to offer. A um, couple things I would just throw out there is probably zero touch enrollment. You know, that's not brand new for us, but it's something, it's one of the more recent capabilities that we've added and, and taken on. So explain what that can means. Help. Uh, so it's, it's basically, um, an MDM enrollment tool, um, mm-hmm. or enterprise management device management tool, um, that we're going to enroll into zero touch portal. And then as soon as it gets to the site, as soon as it, you know, whether it's, a um, Connected network or what is it, GSM or 3G, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. it's a cellular network connection. Um, it'll go and pull down your uh, MDM profile mm-hmm. based nice. on what we load into the portal. So it it pretty much is, you know, a zero touch mm-hmm. um, other than turning the power button on. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. so uh, Again, ready to it's going to pull yeah. the profile down, do all the configuration settings. If there's applications that need to be loaded – it's going to pull those down as well, you know, the first time that you power right. it on. And then there's some other functionality to it, but we'll leave that to uh, William and the, right, the, right. the yeah. really techie The actual guy. experts. That's yeah. right. The geniuses <laughs> behind the scenes that make it all happen and possible. Right. Okay. Well, then let's, you know, let's do a couple more things here. And I think these next two kind of, actually, these next three sort of kind of blend themselves together, which is this idea of installation, project management, uh, what we can do on the back end with, you know, you know, warranty repair, service plans, as well as we, we kind of reference this already, this whole idea of site plans, network mm-hmm. solutions. Those are all kind of part of, I think, one big package of idea of, again, this the concept of, look, we're not just going to give you a product that we're shipping out the door. Maybe it's ready to go out the door, but you still have a lot of stuff you're going to have to figure out and do when it gets where it's supposedly going. Right, you know, we want to make sure that's not that that's not a problem either. So, what are we doing around that? Like, how do we how do we work to make sure that everything that's happening on site is going smoothly as well? Sure. So it's with communication with our partners. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to set up a, a kickoff call for large projects, uh, even even small ones, just to make sure that expectations are set from mm-hmm. from the get go. Everybody understands what their role is, who needs to interact with who. Uh, you know, once once we get on site or once we do get there and get everything set up, do we need to call a help desk or, you know, your IT team and get them to log in, dial in, make sure that uh, if it's digital signage, content management software is, mm-hmm. is up and running, it's enrolled, it's, you know, connected to the network, or do we need to download 
the program, you mm-hmm. know, on, on the device or install a media player, whatever it may be. So uh, communication, that's that's key to, to our, you know, success of any of our projects, for one. Uh, Follow-up, whether it's with the uh, site survey pictures or notes, measurements, things like that. Um, I send a lot of pictures back and forth anytime that we go on site. Yep. Um, our technicians are always taking pictures as they go through. So, again, digital signage comes up a lot because we do it a lot, mm-hmm. um, plain and simple. We yeah. do a lot of POS installs and everything else as well. But um, from the get-go, you know, they'll take pictures of the boxes, serial numbers of the devices, um, unbox it, plug it in, make sure it's working. They'll take a picture of that. You know, when they get the mount on the wall, they'll take a picture of that mm-hmm. step back. Mm-hmm. So you can see every step of the process of how it's, uh, you know, how it's progressing, how we're doing. If any issues come up, then we're going to address them as, as quickly as possible, you know, and make sure that everybody's aware because um, sometimes we can resolve them really quick. Yeah, you know? right. And it's just a matter of knowing who mm-hmm. the, who has that information or has that, that piece of the puzzle. So um, what's next? I think that probably creates a nice like chain of chain of custody, I guess, for lack of a better mm-hmm. term, of being able to, as you said, you know, go back. If something goes wrong, it's, it'd be so much more convenient to be able to go back and say, okay, here's all the steps we took. Oh, there's the problem. We can spot that because we we were we were paying attention to what we were doing along the way and taking note of every step along the way. That's 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 hugely important because oh yeah, you work with somebody sometimes that you know maybe they just they go and throw a project together and you don't really have any insight what they were doing along the way mm-hmm. and suddenly something's wrong and. They're kind of like, no, I don't know, you know, we'll have to take it all apart and start all over again to figure it out. Like, no, that shouldn't be the case. No, and Alex hit the nail on the head right in the beginning there. Communication, communication, communication. I mean, look, you know, I remember back in the day when when we would hire third-party installation companies and stuff like that. Uh, very similar to what Alex was just talking about. Look, as the reseller, you're 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 the one who's... Um, it's your project, right? At the end of the road, it's your job to get the job done. And if you're relying on third-party resources, you got to have good communication. you got to know what's happening out there in the field. Yep. And that's why I'm glad you brought that up first, Alex, because I can just imagine, you know, resellers, they get nervous. You know, they don't know what's going on. I'm using a third party, yet I still got to answer to my customer. And so if I got good communication coming from my third-party resource, Blue Star Services, uh, then then I that mitigates my nervousness, my anxiety level goes down. I understand what's going on. I can communicate that to my customer. Communication is key when it relates to installation, site surveys, that kind of stuff. All that pre-work and then when stuff's actually being installed, communication, key. Yep. Absolutely. There yes. you go. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Got to keep. All right. Well, it, then keep it moving. Let's hit up this last one of our. I know. I know we have more offerings than this. Obviously, you know, and you, we could go down a lot of rabbit holes. But I think another big one that we don't probably talk about as much as we should, and that I I think some of our VARs may not be as aware of either, which is our role in key injection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you play in the POS space at all, you understand payments is a huge important part of the business these days. We've had we've had podcasts about it. We've had yep. webinars about it. We're always talking about the idea. Look. If you're not already playing in payments, you got to be getting there soon because it's you, you can't just be a POS provider anymore. You can't just give somebody the hardware and be like, okay, have fun, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Like you've you've got to be part of the the payments discussion. You got to be part of the processing discussion, and we will help you out with that as well. So you know, tell the folks a little bit about our key injection facility 
uh, what we've been doing there and how we can help out with sure. that. Sure. So we are an ESO or a KIF, uh, key injector facility, you know, for, for sure, KIF. Official stamp. Uh, official. Right? Yeah. It is official. <laughs> we are uh, PCI PIN version, I think, 3.0 now uh, certified. We are point-to-point uh, certified, and we're, we're listed on the PCI's web, Council's website mm-hmm. um, as well. So, yeah, that was that was sort of one of the missing pieces over the years, I think, is really helped us tie it all together. So now we, we really can – provide the complete solution, yeah. you know, uh, from helping someone design a system, what items they need to include, software, the configuration of it, loading it on, um, kitting it, and then incorporating the the payments piece as well. So we can inject the key, load the files. Um, if you need any forms, we can, we can assist with that um, to make sure that it's ready to go and then have somebody go on site and install it. So, yeah. Yep. So awesome. it's, it, it is awesome. And for the POS folks out there, I mean, it, this is one of those elements that, you know, you want to make sure that you have a good partner. Again, you need to know, have somebody that you can consult with, too, because I know you guys do a lot of consultation, a lot of calls around, you know, the total POS solution and what what kind of key injection are you doing or what device are you going to be utilizing in the overall solution? Those are key elements that you want to get hammered out before you start rolling into to rollouts and stuff like that. So uh, I'm glad we have the service no doubt about it yeah. and yeah. the expertise on staff to be able to have those conversations and learn about it and That's i think right. to touch on one point you said don't leave it to the end no don't just throw it in at last <laughs> last point because some of these steps are really time consuming if if you've got to get a say you get your own solution and you're having a key generated mm-hmm. you know and it's not something that we're going to generate um it's coming from a processor mm-hmm. that whole transfer process especially with the environment that we're in with covid and everything there's not a lot of people. Not everybody's in the office, right? right and they right. might, and you have to have two people to do some of these procedures and processes and key ceremonies, everything else. So, don't wait to the last minute. Yes, throw it out there. Let's talk about it Absolutely. from the get go. Absolutely, no doubt. You say key ceremony. I think of like somebody like walking like a giant. <laughs> yes, it's like a coronation. Key, like well, just yes. slowly I mean, walking down the hall, <laughs> passing it to someone else. You know, it's like. not. It's not too far off. I mean, it's like <laughs> yeah. you know the. The launch codes for yes, <laughs> yeah, whatever for nuclear missiles, yeah, yeah probably, probably a little less stringent than the keys. Yeah, say, like it's, the whole idea is security. Knowledge. You know, yeah. like yeah. we we all we've all been on at some point. All of us have probably been on the receiving end of some sort of you know hack with payments or passwords or something. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. at, through a retailer. I mean, we've all at some point probably been touched by one of those. Yeah. And yeah. that's the kind of stuff that, like, you just there's no margin for error with that stuff these days, you right. know. So no, and you got to think it through. You got to think it through exactly. Yeah. But yeah. I, I definitely like your point about like, don't make that the end point of the conversation. <laughs> like, your initial part of your conversation should be like, hey, how are we going to make this happen? Let's talk to the guys over at Blue Star and, and start working right. on that. So yeah, no doubt about it. Well, okay, so I want to you know I want to make you throw out some use cases here. So you know I think we've talked about you know the the broad you know aspects of these services, but again, without maybe digging into any specific you know you know customer situations and customers that we've dealt with. Maybe tell us about some use cases we've come across, some things that you frequently are, are asked to do, and maybe also throw in a few unique projects that you've been involved in over the years that you that you think would, you know, maybe somebody would not have normally thought about that we could do for them. Sure. Um, one of the conversations we have a lot <laughs> is that a partner just realized that we're able to do these services, mm-hmm. you know, and they haven't used it before, so they're testing the waters mm-hmm. essentially so it'll start with something like a scanner configuration mm-hmm. or scale calibration or something along those lines and then they'll ask us for a different 
you know, configuration for a handheld device or something. They want, uh, you know, firmware loaded and the software application installed and, and memory card or something like that added, you know, added to it. So baby steps. And finally, we're doing more and more and more. It, it evolves into the full solution. You know, mm-hmm. we're doing the whole thing. I'm like, why, let's stop piecing it together and put a whole package together so we're not shipping all these boxes out the door. Let's ship it all together so mm-hmm. it's nice, it's easy for everybody to find when it gets delivered. You know, it's all in that box versus one box here, one box this right. week, one box the next week. Let's, let us put it all together. So those are some some examples of, of how we, you know, crawl, run, walk with, with partners. Um, some have had to change their staffing situation, I guess, over over the last year or so. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's unfortunate, but mm-hmm. it's fortunate that we're able to help them. So mm-hmm. it their, you know, customer experience isn't changing in long run. We're still able to provide the same configurations, set up, you know, pre-configure configurations, whatever it may be, um, as their team was doing um, so they can deliver to the customer. Right. Um, let's see. Unique stuff would probably be the full the full bundle you know we're creating from soup to nuts whatever um you know a solution is with an isv partner or something they've got great software mm-hmm. they don't know how they don't know anything about the, the hardware so no we'll come up with solutions or the fulfillment side or know, the logistics of, yeah yeah no, i mean no. some of the the 3PL logistics stuff has has been fun too. Yeah. You know, crazy crazy <laughs> stuff. We'll go back in the warehouse and it's like, what is this? When did we get into this? Okay. What? All right, we'll, I guess we're doing this that's now. What yeah. Saying, yeah. We're we don't like to say no. Sometimes right. <laughs> maybe we should, but it is what it is. Um yeah, but back to the the full service solution. The packaging is is probably the most fun because you get to see you know, an idea become reality and the customers or our partners love it because that's their brand, you know, mm-hmm. that they're putting out there. And that mm-hmm. experience for the end user when they get it, like, wow, I picked the right one. Mm-hmm. You know, look at this. Everything else comes in a generic box. Yep. That's not a fit for everybody, but it's it's probably the more fun projects right. that, that we work on, you know. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make sense for everybody, but that that's okay. We're happy to do generic stuff because it's you're shipping out a million of them. Yeah. And custom packaging can be expensive. Oh yeah. And take a little while to develop. Oh yeah. You know, depending on how much effort and work you want to put into it. So Yeah. Um other projects would be stadium installs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's neat. It's just, you know, especially when you're have customers in town or something, you can say, Yeah, well, we we are we part of this. Yeah, yeah, we helped out. Mm-hmm. Um and nobody knows who Blue Star. <laughs> they don't have to. We're know. fine yeah. with working behind it's, the it's scenes. It's your so. name, yeah. yeah. That uh, you know, everybody thinks is did everything, which is great, which is fine. We're right. happy to do that. Right. Um, I know there was, there was another. I know where you're going. Uh, there's another large project that we will remain unnamed who the end user <laughs> was, but is large retail uh, box store. Uh, but sometimes we can help out with just rollout organization, right? Because a lot of times, you know, software or resellers, large or small, get get a project and they don't understand the logistics of trying to send all that out and organize that in a way that. Well, that's kind of common to distribution. That's kind of what we do is we right. <laughs> we ship stuff around. We can help with rollouts Absolutely. and the logistics of that. And right? we have project managers that are going to oversee Bingo. rollouts like that. Yeah. Whether you've got very specific hard deadlines to meet or it's let's get it out as fast as we possibly can, you mm-hmm. know, and have have a, a, at least a list of stores by week 
But yes, we're able to assist with all the logistics and facilitation of all of that, um, as well as bring in maybe there's items that we don't source. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll work with you to set up custom part numbers in our oh, system. Yeah. yeah. So you can send that hardware to us. Um, Look, we, we have areas in the warehouse that we have under lock and key. It's mm-hmm, not absolutely. our stuff. Mm-hmm. It's consigned space, right, where right. it's maybe something we don't distribute, but it's a part of an overall solution, and it gets uh, kitted and packaged in. Yep. Yep. And if there are quick setup guides, we work with local printers yep. to get all kinds of documentation printed so mm-hmm. we can include it. You know, we'll skew it up and mm-hmm. everything else. So. That way you don't have to worry about shipping it back and forth. Right. We can right. run and go get it if we need them, you know, in a, <laughs> right. in a pinch. So, yep. yeah. That's... yeah. Well, okay. So I'm going to throw you a quick curveball here. What is one of the wackiest requests that you ever received that we were, that we were actually able to fulfill? Mm. If you can think of something off the top of your head. <laughs> something you were like, really? Oh, okay, I guess yeah, so. No, there, I, uh, probably the, the 3PLs kind of stuff that, yeah. you know, we are or aren't doing. Um, let's just call it fulfillment um, right. of customer-owned items uh some of the, the, some, the boxes you're shipping items, are, yeah, yeah. I, I mean yeah they're yeah. they're fun but there's definitely been some other ones uh i'd have to sit and go back to it some just make me shake my head it's like <laughs> i am not going to be able to find you a unicorn uh in that location by tomorrow for a hundred dollars <laughs> right right but we'll try i'll try i'll right. try yeah. I won't say no, but I'm not promising you yes necessarily either. Yeah. Yeah. I would I would assume those are probably few and far between where you just have to go, mm, yeah, this probably isn't going to happen, but sure, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. I think more often than not, you're probably saying, yeah, okay, that's sure, we can do that. That's easy enough. And and I, you know, and what I imagine probably happens a lot, and you've kind of mentioned this already, the person on the other end is going, really? You guys can do that for me? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's just it. I mean, I, I don't think that people realize what we can bring to the table, number one, and number two, what, what it means to leverage other service partners to grow and expand your business. And and Alex and his team has so much experience in our ecosystem that, to me, it would seem like, I don't know why a reseller wouldn't at least engage us and say, and have a conversation around it, whether or not we help them or not, just the experience. I mean, we're in it. We're all in this together. You said it in the, in the very beginning. Uh, we don't succeed unless our customers succeed. So we're trying to do everything we can to make sure our customers can succeed. Exactly. And, and services is definitely one of those areas. We're getting into some managed services too, right, Alex, where we can help folks or those that are trying to dip their toe, I guess, a little bit and test the waters on managing mobile devices and stuff like that. We're, we're starting to even help out there where people can start to get involved in that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, obviously we work through some of our vendor partners as well yep. for a lot of managed services. Yep. But we do we do are starting to take more on um, mm-hmm. internally, mm-hmm. whether it's, you know, with with payment terminal devices and rolling them into I don't want to call it any names, but yes, we, we can assist with that. Yeah. Um, we have partnerships with mm-hmm. our, our field service teams mm-hmm. um, who are able to do help desk 24 seven that's based in the U.S., you know, mm-hmm. from any level mm-hmm. uh, can manage a fleet of devices, mm-hmm. you know, and set up. Business continuity, disaster recovery uh, solutions, whether it's on-site, cloud, or hybrid. Just those um, three that you rattled off there, that is a great way that I know a lot of resellers are thinking about expanding their business into yep. these recurring revenue, ongoing services, 24-7, for example. I, I, I remember when I was, I hate to keep saying this, but when I worked for a reseller, we started supporting the digital signage networks that we were installing. But And we came across that question, well, 
how are we going to support this 24-7? We were a 20-person company, right? right. We all go home right. on, <laughs> at 5 o'clock, yeah. and on the weekends, we're coaching baseball you mean, games. You weren't up at 2 a.m. Like, taking no, service calls? we weren't doing 24-7, no. no. but, you know, by leveraging a service partner that can right. and maybe now alerting you to the really stuff that, that's mission critical. You right. know, if you ever had something like that involved and you had to get a tech out, this is a great way to grow your business a little bit, you know, and, and by leveraging other people who know what the heck they're doing, can help you navigate the pitfalls and get out there and, and develop your business in that way. That's what it's all about. Yep. Yeah. Hard to so, agree. Anyway. Well, listen, I mean, obviously there's a lot to offer here. Uh, and if you want to take advantage of any of these amazing services and Alex's team, okay, first of all, reach here, out to your account manager. No, here's Alex's cell phone number. Oh, no, I'm no. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know we were going there, but yeah, really. but no, seriously, reach out to your your account manager. Tell them what you want and what you need, what project you're working on. That'll mm -hmm. be a great starting point. Uh, if you want to learn more about some of these services, go to bluestarinc.com. Go to our value ad section. You'll see our whole list of services and all of our other value ads there. You can do a deep dive into that stuff. Or hey, you can also reach out to us. Um, you know, you can always you know connect with us. We'll be happy to to connect you with the right people and answer some questions or get you in touch with the people who answer the questions. Mm -hmm. But hey, also, I, you know, I know we're still. This point where we're not really you know having a lot of people coming on site or anything yet but whenever one day we get to that point where you can come and visit if you have a chance to visit blue star come here check out our custom config center yep, it's cool check out our key injection facility take a look at all this stuff meet with folks like alex and dan and and do a tour if you can mm -hmm. it is honestly you can take all kinds of tour of stuff around blue star but that stuff is still part of my favorite. When I yep. first came here and yep. took that tour, it's cool. or when I would have customers in in my BDM days and show them that stuff, that was always the stuff they were most fascinated by. Yeah. They walk into the config. Ooh, what are they go, doing over there? That's pretty oh, cool. I yeah. didn't know you guys could do this. Oh, look, you know, look at this packaging <laughs> stuff you're doing. This is awesome. Yeah. If you get that chance to do it, you will you will not regret it, and you will understand a little bit more about what we can do. So, but hey, again, uh, as always, thank you to our Tech Connect uh, members who sponsor our show. That is Elo, Epson, Honeywell, and Zebra. As always, we could not do this without you, so we appreciate your support. Again, if you do want to get in touch with us, if you have any questions about services or uh, you know uh, other topics that you'd like us to dive into on the show, as always, you can find us on Twitter at Tech Connect Pod. You can email us techconnect at bluestarinc.com. All right, well, hey, let's wrap up with our two recurring segments. The first is the value to the VAR. Mm -hmm. So we're going to try to wrap up this conversation. I mean, let's be honest. This is another one of those conversations where every bit of it is value to the VAR. Yep. But I want a little bit of a takeaway maybe for, for our VAR audience. So the question I have today is what should VARs be discussing with their customers right now to highlight service offerings and, and either how they can help or, you know, again, you don't have to necessarily mention us, but how you can help and you know that you've got Blue Star in your back pocket. So, Alex, I'll let you start this, you know, what would you be recommending to our VARs to talk about to their customers? Um, simplify the process for the end user. Uh, let mm -hmm. them know that you can take care of everything, you know, from building a solution, uh, you know, designing it, whatever, installing it. They cut one PO. They don't have to worry about it. They don't have to look for technicians to come on site if that's not something that they, you know, already have uh, set up. So, yeah, I think how, how simple and easy we can make it is, is probably mm -hmm. a great place to start. I, I love that. And you stole my thunder because I was going to say, <laughs> don't be afraid to talk about services yeah. and and start going into areas because you can leverage other people. Just don't be afraid to ask those questions yeah. about it. You know, I can just imagine a lot of small to medium sized resellers, you know, they're in their group, they're in their core competencies. They want to grow a little bit, but they're not used to asking questions around 
networking or they're not used to asking questions around the packaging and kidding or any of the things that we've talked about here. And so just have the discussion. Talk. Ask your customers. What are you looking for? Look for ways that services can be implemented into that. And don't be afraid if they're – don't think to yourself, oh, my gosh, you know. Uh, we're just a small guy. We would never be able to do site surveys and installations in Colorado. And so I'm not even going to ask those questions. I'm not even going to go there because right. we can't do No, bull, you can. You can <laughs> go there. You should be asking those questions. Uh, and then lead on the service partners so that you can grow your business and do more for your your current customer base. Yes, absolutely. Don't yeah. be afraid. I think there's a very simple question also to ask is just what do you need? What do you need? And if they're like, well, I, I came to you for a scanner, that's what I need. You know, yeah. Or I came to you for, with a, for a mobile computer, that's what I need. Okay, but what else yeah. do you need? Yeah. You know, and, and, and if they don't really have a good answer for you, that's, yeah, I start throwing out some other stuff. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, uh, you're buying some mobile computers from us. Do you need applications installed on that? Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you need MDM set up? You know, what, mm-hmm. what do you need to go with that? Um, how's your network going? You know, yep. are you going to be using these devices all over a giant warehouse? Is your network going to be able to support that? Yeah. Yep. Again, don't be afraid to ask Or is your questions. end user, you know, who's yeah. the end user yeah, exactly, here? Do they, yeah. do they need these types of things? Do you have the staff that can do that kind of service? Yep. No. Would you like to get into that? Just asking the questions. Yep. Knowing that you've got a full team of experienced people that can help you navigate all those landmines and all that good stuff that we talked about. Because yep. if you ask that question enough times and people start saying, well, we'll probably need this. And you go, okay, we can yeah. take care of that. And they go, yeah. oh, yeah. okay, well, we also need this. Yeah, we can take care of that too. Then suddenly that floodgates get open and realize, like, oh, man, yeah. these guys can do everything. Let's Anytime – I'm starting a conversation. I'm I kick it off with, give an, give me an overview of right. of what what the project is going to entail and mm-hmm. what you want, and then just like you said, yep. more well, and more questions come up. That's and, sales 101 too, and that's 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 consultative sales 101. Right. Is don't assume that just what they asked you for is the only thing they need. Bingo. Just because somebody said I need a barcode scanner, mm-hmm. if that's where you leave it, fine. You sell a barcode scanner. But there's a good chance if you asked a little bit more, delved a little bit further in, got that overview right. of the bigger project, you realize, oh, there's a ton more business we can get out of Alex, this. Alex, how many times has it happened to you where you start having those scope of work conversations, right? Okay, <laughs> let's start developing the sow here. What is it going to look like? And there's more and more stuff that gets put into there, which is awesome. These are the kinds of conversations you want to have. You want to unearth all those opportunities. Maybe at the end of the road, you can't do everything for the customer, but darn it, I bet you can get really close by leveraging other service partners and what they're looking to try to do absolutely yeah um, yep. almost every project almost like exactly that. you know right we're, we're, i'm drafting the statement of work and putting all the services together and we'll start to run through the you know, proof of concept mm-hmm. and that's where we always yep. add there you go. or remove yep. things yep. or right. the project changes mm-hmm. um so yeah it, it's definitely gonna yep. <laughs> evolve as we get deeper into the process but it ultimately ends up in a better, you know, experience for the end user. Yeah, 100%. Definitely. Yep. All right. Well, hey, let's wrap up with our favorite segment, What's Tech Connecting with Us? This yes. is where we talk about something in the world of science, tech, yes. innovation that's got our eye, caught our attention, something that we're just, you know, thinking about, playing with. Uh, Alex, I'll let you start. What's Tech Connecting <laughs> with you right now? Um, Reddit, Robinhood, um, oh, Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like Twitter, but um, <laughs> it is fun to see how tweets are sent out and the cryptocurrencies are all over the place. So, yeah. Um, that's, the whole, that's the whole world can be right changed now, with a tweet watching. sometimes or yes. a Reddit thread. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what you're, you're – I didn't know if you had like a tech beef that you're complaining about those? <laughs> or? No. no I, I mean, I, I could certainly go into that, but I, <laughs> I, I won't. Um, 
No, I, I think it's like a, a trio of apps that I've been using nonstop for for a little while now. Um, yeah, I'm not into Reddit sphere yet. No, I really I, not either. Yeah. Every Reddit now and then, I'll find a link to an interesting Reddit thread and go down that rabbit hole. But it's not something I. There's a lot of rabbit time. holes, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. like yeah, YouTube. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. get on there for one thing, and it's two hours later. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. E- I don't think it's easy to use. I had the app for like two years or three years, and until everything went crazy with Wall Street bets. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, uh, GameStop and everything else. Uh, that's when I figured out how to use it, and I was like, "Wow, this is this is almost as you just have to read instead of watch." Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's a good point. So, yeah, I, there's there's POS things on there that I've seen, you know, for different vendors and manufacturers that we use. So I'm like, "Yeah, it's a great resource." I think. Yeah. I Maybe mean, you start a tech next you need podcast to, Reddit. Reddit, you. okay. It'll right, be just it'll be just you and me just talking Star Wars <laughs> back and forth with each other like always. Oh, <laughs> All go. right, Dean, what's tech connecting with you right now? Do you like oxygen? We, uh, yeah, I'm pretty fond of it. You, you, you kind of need it, yeah. right? If you Most lived, days. If you lived on Mars, they don't have any oxygen. So what's tech connecting with me is NASA, and I, I don't know why I'm still caught up in this whole Perseverance thing, that they that little rover that they have up there. Because it's the coolest thing we've done in space yeah, in like I think 30 it's years. It's fascinating. Yeah. Damn cool. Yeah. <laughs> they got a little toaster up there that produced oxygen yeah. up there. Uh, so that's the first time that they ever did it, but it was a monumental step. Uh, in, in if we have any hope of actually having people live and like I'm gonna use the word commute to Mars <laughs> and stuff like that, the only way we're gonna do that is you got to produce. Oxygen. Sorry, I'm late, boss. Traffic was a bitch on <laughs> yeah. the way to Mars today. <laughs> it took seven months, but you know, and our current propulsion right. uses oxygen, right? right? And so you can't ferry all this oxygen up there in order to come point. back, et cetera, et cetera. So it was a really, really big milestone. Now they only produced enough. To enable a, a, an astronaut to breathe for ten minutes, and this and this thing's like a toaster, literally the size of a toaster, and then uh-huh. it, I guess, it, it has to heat up elements, and of course, there's enough carbon dioxide in Mars's uh, atmosphere. They just parse out the oxygen, created oxygen again, enough for ten minutes, but they were all like, "Yep, we're good." You know, now they just have to be able to figure out how to make tons and tons and tons <laughs> of oxygen. But they'll more get toasters, there. more toasters. There <laughs> yeah, you go. <laughs> What was it in uh, in the Martian that Matt Damon was growing potatoes? Like just you know, let's just send a bunch of potatoes out there and grow them. Right? There you go. That's all we need. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So five grams, by the way, is the only only amount of oxygen you need for about ten minutes of life. Yeah, just five grams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so. not gonna last you too long there. No, yeah. no. But hey, huge, huge a, milestone. It, it is One a start step at a time. Yep, it and is a start. We also have the whole like the the little helicopter that flew on Mars. I love that the first, thing. Yes, the first you know craft to actually fly in the atmosphere yep. on Mars. Yep. So they're doing a lot of cool stuff yeah. with that thing. Uh, didn't, this, didn't I, did China just land on Mars? They, did anybody? They did, even, yeah. They just landed their first, uh, I, maybe first. I don't, maybe it wasn't their first one, but they just landed a. So, a do we send team. our drone over there and like flick it out and <laughs> get out of here? I think right now we're kind of trying to be in the spirit of cooperation. Oh, but, okay, we're cooperating. But let's be honest, it's not gonna be too much longer for everyone to start to plant their flags and try to claim no you know, doubt yeah. certain hemispheres as their own. Yes, so. yes. All, All right. right. So, what's tech connecting with you? So, I've got a little bit of a scary science thing here. Oh, here's the uh, the headline. Nuclear reactions at Chernobyl are spiking in an inaccessible chamber. Wait, wait, wait. We'll do that one more time. <laughs> Nuclear reactions at Chernobyl. <laughs> which I thought was done, which is but apparently like almost not. 40 years ago, yeah. are spiking in an inaccessible chamber. Oh, so, good Lord. There are still parts of Chernobyl that are inaccessible because of extremely high radiation yeah. that still exists there. Now, 
supposedly these areas have not, you know, been in any way dangerous necessarily or any concern of, you know, explosions. Okay. But apparently there's some reactions that some scientists have detected in the last few weeks there that indicate some, you know, a little bit of spikes that weren't (laughs) there before. Now, here's here's a great quote from somebody, uh, one of the scientists on the project here. Uh, Let me see if I can find it here real quick. We're talking about very low rates of fission. It's not like a fizzling nuclear reactor. Uh, And our estimation (laughs) estimation of fissile material in that room means that we can be fairly confident that you're not going to get such a rapid release of nuclear energy that you have an explosion, but we don't know for sure. (laughs) That is not... Confident and inspiring at all. Confident at all. Uh, So stuff is bubbling down there. We don't think it's enough to make an explosion, but yeah, we're not sure. I'll tell you. Also, I don't know. On a side note, as this is a a hearty recommendation, that either of you see the Chernobyl miniseries on HBO? No, but I heard it's good. Highly recommended. It's an amazing miniseries. I want to say it's five, six episodes, and you know, it's it's a little bit of a dramatization of the whole thing, but Mm -hmm. it really. Like, it's one of those things, like, we all understand, like, we all know what it was. Like, yeah, there's a nuclear accident at Chernobyl. Like, high level, right? Right, yeah. exactly. But they, they really do a great deep dive into how it all happened, why it happened, you know, some of the failings on the part of the Russian government, the Soviet mm-hmm. government, I guess, at that time. You know, the the people that got, you know, ended up getting swept up in it and died because of of it and because of what the, you know, their government was hiding from them. It's mm-hmm. a very fascinating story. And they also do a really good job, especially in the last episode, of explaining exactly why and how it happened. Like, a, mm-hmm. you know, kind of dumbing it down for the masses. Where you gotcha. Really yeah. get a fundamental understanding of that whole situation. But it's, it's I highly recommend it. It's a good series. But, yeah, the story is a little, little yeah. terrifying. A little know, bit. You, not cool. Uh, something I just assumed was done. Like, I understood it was still a radio. I thought it was there, done. Right, yeah, right. But, but didn't. The, Think there Didn't was they any put like chance a big of... dome over it or something like encased <laughs> it or something? Sort of, yeah. kind of. Yes, yeah. right. The right. miniseries actually gets into a little bit of that too. Oh, so. okay. Well, anyway, I thought it was done. There you go. Yeah, apparently not. It's, it's not. It's still boiling. Yeah. There you go. Great. All Great. right. Well, hey, I'm that... gonna sleep tonight. Well, it, well, you're, we're pretty far away. I think we're okay. You know, just don't make any plans to go to the Chernobyl area yeah. anytime soon. Good so. to go. Good to go. Uh, which apparently has been a tourist attraction. Right. Of the last, exactly. You know, decade or so. Yeah. So yeah. maybe you might want to stop that. That does it for us. Alex Bowles, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. We appreciate your insight. Again, if you need anything from Blue Star in the world of services, don't hesitate to reach out. We will be happy to help. He doesn't say no. Exactly. He doesn't say no. He just won't say no. Whatever wacky request, throw it out there. He won't say no. There you go. For Dean Reverman, I'm John Martin. It's time for us to unplug. Until next time, stay connected. Every industry wants devices that are secure and keep data private. But that's even more important in government. Data security via encryption is a standard part of every code product, hardware, and software, but they take it a step further with a series of FIPS-validated solutions, taking robust encryption to the next level. Additionally, this validation qualifies these products as government-approved for use in their facilities. Using government-tested and approved cryptography for data transmission, the code FIPS-validated CR2700 scanners, cradles, and remote management software are perfect for your public sector partners. In addition to the usual disinfectant-ready housing, IP65 protection, smart batteries, and much more. To learn more, check out the link in the show notes or contact your Blue Star code rep. Looking to provide customers with pre-configured, easy-to-use solutions? Look no further than ELO's in-a-box solutions. Combining ELO's best-in-class interactive displays with cutting-edge software, Blue Star services, and all the accessories, validation, and certification options you expect, in-a-box makes things easy. Choose from one of ELO's software-agnostic displays ranging from 7 to 65 inches and tell your rep what you need and what your customer needs to make your solution a success. 
To learn more and see some of Eula's in a box solutions for video conferencing, POS, wayfinding, and more, check out the link in the show notes or contact your Blue Star Eula representative. It takes more than hardware to power an enterprise. Your customer's choice of software will determine how seamlessly employees, managers, IT staff, and development teams operate. It's also no secret that Android is the world's dominant operating system and a popular choice for workforce mobility technology. Zebra further enhances Android operating systems with security features, rugged housings, customizations, and simplified management to make devices enterprise-worthy. They offer an extensive range of enterprise-optimized Android devices along with the tools to manage them. To learn more about one of those tools, check out the ebook Optimizing Productivity and Management with Zebra Mobility DNA, available on BlueStar's new TechConnect portal. You can find the link in the show notes or go to techconnectportal.com and search for mobility.